Hi, and welcome to Prairie Rose Possibilities, the podcast. This is where we look at Prairie Rose Possibilities projects happening all across our Southern Alberta district and the things that have been going on in them lately. I'm your host, Cami Kanikins. In season two, we will be talking to our project leads about some of their biggest early learning curves and how they have iterated. And hopefully you'll hear some student stories too. Today we have Joyce Williams, and she is one of the primary people behind the Prairie Rose Possibilities Project in Foremost that is their garden or their farm project. Foremost is a K-12 school in very southern Alberta. Thank you for joining us, Joyce. What does FARM stand for? FARM is an acronym for the Foremost Agriculture Resource Model uh, Module. Sorry, It was quite suiting, actually, when Mr. Demert helped pick that name out and, and the perfect. kids played into it. Good. For sure. So spring is coming. There's hardly any snow outside. Tell us what's bubbling, what's coming. It's the start of garden season. Where are we at? Where are we going? Oh, definitely. To this point, our farm's kind of been hibernating and, and our brains really haven't been thinking about it. But with spring, definitely people want to get out and play in the dirt. And so right now we're in the process of asking the teachers what plants they want to see being grown this year so that they can roll that into their class-based learning. We have some high school students that are going to take a leadership role in the planting process. But as last year, we want every student to have the opportunity and get on board with going and, and planting. So last year, each class took took role on, on a certain vegetable or fruit and, and away we went with it. Will you be starting seedlings or will everything just be planted directly into the ground? Uh, the hope is that we can start some seedlings. We're a little bit behind on getting some grow lights and of course with with COVID everything's kind of um, been delayed with shipping and whatnot so hopefully we can get those items in our hands to start the seedlings but if not we are definitely farther ahead of the game than last year and we should be able just to just put the seeds right in the ground. Speaking of last year, I'm sure, especially in a project like this, that there's been some things that worked really well last year and some things like you're like, oh, I would like to do that differently. What are some changes or iterations that you think you'll make for next year? For this growing season, we, the grade seven, eight students worked with me last year to make the irrigation system. And it was fantastic until the plants got a little bit too tall. So we're definitely going to have to modify our irrigation system to accommodate the growth of the plants. Again, last year, it was basically lawn. The, the, the growing spot was basically lawn before we decided to partake this. So there was some huge soil amendments, some rotted manure, some sand put in. And so hopefully that will help with our yields in our crop. And our volunteers aren't going to leave the garden with big mud shoes because of the clay-based soil. What are you most excited about this coming spring? Like gardeners always get excited in the spring. What are your exciting points? I think for, for myself, the excitement comes from when the students get excited about the prospects of growing and seeing um, these plants change. And then when they come back in the fall, that they get to go back out to the garden and help harvest and then process what we've grown through the year. So I know that you've been a big part of the processing end as well. Mm -hmm. What are some 
highlights or some things that have worked really well or maybe again some things you'd change about that well it worked great like there there was lots of different age groups that were really interested in making the salsa and learning how to can it and and same with the pizza sauce that we made some of the girls got into making carrot cake so again their excitement drives this project changes that we would make because we didn't really have a dedicated class to do the processing Corey and i or mr steves and i have been uh discussing that perhaps we have a foods program worked into the timetabling in fall instead of semester two. Thank you. I can't wait to see what your garden grows. Today we are with Dana and Vera from Foremost School, quite far south, close to the American border. In the fall, every class went out and planted a specific plant or to grow over the summer. Our class did, we planted cabbage seeds. And me and Vera also, we painted a sign for the garden. So tell me about the sign. Um, it says farm, foremost culture resource model. Resource okay. model. Foremost yeah. agriculture resource model yeah. is the logo for the garden. So we really prepped this board. We I drew it out and... We did it in our shop class for the end of the semester. Okay, yeah. the nice. end of the year. So then that went like in the garden yeah. and it's like, this is our place. Okay, yeah. so you, in shop class, you made a sign. Any other involvement with the actual growing process? Over the summer, I volunteered for two weeks of the summer to go and water and weed every day those two weeks. I think a lot of students and parents and teachers volunteered to do that over the rest of the summer too. That's always the hard part with a garden in southern Alberta is the summer, keeping it alive to the summer. In the fall then, we did harvest a bunch of tomatoes to make salsa. We harvested the one here at our school. Yes. We have the big plot down the road, but then there's a little, the boxes here for the salsa gardens that those weren't the ones we harvested. Yeah. So we harvested jalapenos, tomatoes, a couple onions. Some peppers. Some peppers, lots some of green tomatoes. peppers, a lot of tomatoes. Well, one of our teachers, Miss um, Williams, she taught us how to make salsa and how to jar it properly and uh, seal it properly so it doesn't get any bacteria in it. So really, we just chopped up all the vegetables, followed this one recipe, cooked it on slow for quite a few hours. She helped us and went check on it while we were in other classes. We yeah. gave them to the Mrs. Degani and Mr. Steves to put them on Facebook, and then we sold them through Facebook. So you planted the garden, you harvested the garden, you made products, you sold the products. Now, I also heard that there was some carrot cake later on. Yes. Were you involved in the carrot cake yep. or the carrot items? Tell yeah, me about that. Yeah, that was our home at class too. We had lots of carrots <laughs> left over from the garden, so one day we got the vegetable processor, the shredder, and, uh, made a whole bunch. We did all the carrots. We had so much leftover shredded carrots. Uh-huh. We made like, I don't know how many carrot cakes. Like we six. Made six carrot and cakes. A some... couple carrot muffins and we yeah. just gave them to teachers and classmates yeah. and stuff. Okay, so it's so exciting to hear that you actually took the produce and learned how to use it and all the different things mm-hmm. you can use it for. So spring is coming. There wasn't like hardly any snow when I drove to Formos today. Do you know if there's plants like are you starting the next like have you planted indoor seeds to get started or have you ha- heard about anything not with that the- we know we I think the younger classes are going to be more involved with the planting this year we might go do one thing again or something but would you volunteer to weed and water again definitely would, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that I was probably nice would too because to, I actually have my license so oh, now you can. I will too yeah okay and I think this year it'll be better with like a better system for watering and everything because I know last year the grade seven eights came up with like homemade little like watering system, but just every year you 
you know, come up with better ideas and more things and you learn what didn't work and what worked. And Was there anything else along the way that you would say didn't quite work as expected, like either in the cooking or the baking or the planting? I know in the actual garden, the growing that we had like a bug that ate all the couple of the produce, the cabbage didn't grow. We had a couple that didn't grow. And I was there also watering, weeding the pumpkins and watermelons weren't growing. There was lots of flowers, but they weren't being fertilized or something or pollinated. And so there was no like fruit producing, but at the end we had a couple. So I think it Yeah, we did have pumpkins. I don't think we had any watermelons. I think we had like two, but they weren't long enough to be Oh yeah. Okay. So we're hoping for a bigger, more, more bountiful pumpkin patch next year. All right. Thank you ladies. I loved hearing about your garden experiences and I can't wait to gardening is one of my favorite things. So I can't wait to see what Mm. happens this spring. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. No problem. Thanks. So it's so exciting to talk to the folks involved with Foremost's farm program and as they're making plans to get into the garden and the hope and expectation that comes as gardeners gear up for the season. So we can't wait to talk to them next time to see how that garden is growing. This is Cami for Prairie Rose Possibilities.